0: I was away for a couple of days for the first time in over a year. It was such a good opportunity to be on the road, and it felt so good. It also gave me a chance to catch up on no less than eight books in one two-hour drive, and that's because I was using this incredible app called Blinkist. It's hard to find the time to sit down and read and learn more, so when you don't have that free time, you can't read or work on your personal development. That's really annoying. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser, Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and condenses them down to just 15 minutes each that you can read or listen to. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com reach, try it free for seven days, and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelt B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash reach to start your free seven-day trial and you'll also save 25 percent off but only when you go and sign up right now at blinkist.com slash reach
1: uh, what happens is you wind up like matt gates that's what happened. Oh, Daddy's so money good. Can only get the you best no segue in the world. He can
2: only that get was you so a genius. That wow.
1: guy is baby Trump. That's what he is. Donald Trump was exactly Matt Gates when he was that age, and that's why it's important to put this fucker behind bars now. Get this guy out of the out of the mix because we don't want him at age seventy, uh, you know, with uh, uh, Adderall spewing out of his nose. In lifts and diapers, <laughs> talking about buying Greenland when he's the goddamn president, right? You we don't know, want. You know that's what
0: they're planning. If he gets away that's with this, it, it.
1: because they have money, they think they have money, and they have whiteness, and they have uh, you know connections yeah. because of all this stuff in the political world. But it's important. America, at the end of the day, is supposed to be a meritocracy. This is the, and I know it's not, but the dream, that's the, the, that, yeah, the yeah, fantasy. Yeah. And it can happen. Look, a lot of people in this country are successful whose parents are not or whose, whose parents weren't successful in the same thing or stuff like that. It's actually pretty rare that you have lines of people doing the same exact thing that are all very successful at it in this mm-hmm. country. Um, the exception might be out in Hollywood there, L.P. I don't know that. It seems to work OK out there. But um, maybe that's because everybody's so yeah. beautiful. I don't know. Um you know it doesn't happen that much it doesn't happen so, that much
0: but in matt gates yeah. case it sort of has been happening he has been able to have a, a somewhat successful political career up until now up until now because it's all fallen apart in the last 24 hours well the last few weeks but really in the last 24 hours i'm just going to do a brief a little explanation for what i think ah. is happening with the lawyers there's matt gates Name in, in flashy lights, and his buddy yesterday finds out. We find out that his buddy Joel Greenberg, the former tax collector from Seminole County, is going to flip on him. Now there are sixteen thousand criminal attorneys in the United States right now. Sixteen thousand criminal attorneys. Who does he choose to represent him? This is Matt Gates. He chooses Mark McCassey, who has worked with none other than Donald Trump, and used to work with Rudy Giuliani as part of his law firm, and whose father used to uh, be the attorney general under George Bush and got Jeffrey Epstein the plea deal that we all know so well now. And that is how dads and sons and dynasties happen. Apparently, if you've got a problem with human trafficking in, in Florida, you go to the Mukaseys. That's how you go and solve these problems. And so yeah. that is how we got from Jeffrey Epstein to uh, Matt Gates in about 30 seconds or less. That
1: nice. was good. I didn't know that about the Mukasey thing. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it is yeah. really interesting because he, he was there briefly. I'm having a debate with someone online about the exact date, but I, the general thinking is that Mukasey was... Uh, was involved in that. So um, this is the high-powered, high-voltage lawyer. This is not someone you get for I accidentally slept with an 18-year-old no. or 17-year-old. This is a I'm-in-real-real-trouble kind of lawyer. This is not... Uh, That's right. You know, yeah, they're knocking Which on the door. Is, I,
2: I I, have such a different perspective on that, too, of like it's almost... I don't like the sloppy lawyers um, where it's a big consequential crime like this. You I almost want to see let's let's crash in with some titans here and make sure um that this individual is guilty and and get it right you know i he hasn't I even been indicted yet
0: He's there actually is no crime
2: and i know there's no crime well he needs, it doesn't matter you need a lawyer he i, I can't mm. believe it took him this long to get this lawyer maybe he was you know who knows what was going on whatever the thing with Dara Pasca and the, oh, you can come out, you know, Deripaska, the, <laughs> the you know, thing that they got of like, I'm not saying it was from Dara Pasca, but these guys trying to hustle up more money for this for whole buff. thing that, yeah. yeah, just that, that made me so ill to see that. So, um, but, you know, his dad should have just been saying no to everybody. What I'm going to do is spend every dime I can to get the biggest, you know, biggest bastard in the world for my for my kid like that that's where you put your money and your resources and let's see what happens um so i i, I do have that i know you guys i just like i i just i, I think even the biggest criminals they they do and it's so frustrating you know, they have lawyers and they get off criminal lawyers but it pushes the system it does to get better and better and better it pushes us to really examine uh the laws that we have and look at where We have to keep making them better uh, if we can get, you know, Congress and everyone to working. And it looks like they're working. The way to get it to work is to get these guys out of there. (laughs) You know, you got to. But it's so much news today. This is a lawmaker. This is a lawmaker.
0: I want to get to, uh, to Biden's uh, Supreme Court announcement today a little later on. That was a really, really big deal. But before we leave Florida, because everything fun happens in Florida, um, I, I want to play you. The, so there has been a brewing scandal there that you know, hasn't made national headlines yet around um, Dade County, Miami-Dade County, where the, the senator there, the local senator, hired a, another person to be a a fake candidate. So he could split the vote. I'm gonna play a little bit from the local news over there. Uh, and then it'll be really interesting because there's some interesting other stuff about pay, about uh, Dade County, which we should also look into considering the vote might have been skewed for the senators. Maybe it was skewed elsewhere. But first, here's Jamie Gorilla's report.
1: A former state senator embroiled in a political scandal. Walking out of jail tonight, the ex-lawmaker accused of masterminding an election scheme meant to confuse voters. Good evening, I'm Juwan Strader. And I'm Trina Robinson. That election was last year and now major fallout. NBC6 reporter Jamie Gorilla is live outside the jail with more. Jamie. Yeah, the fallout really impacts voters and shines a light on the lack of election laws in Florida. <laughs> Tonight, a former state senator and the alleged mastermind behind a suspected illegal election scheme said this when he bonded out. I can't say anything because Frank Artiles added his case will be decided in the courts, and State Attorney Catherine Fernandez-Rangel says she's ready, accusing Artiles of recruiting Alex Pedro Rodriguez to be a bogus candidate in State Senate District Thirty-Seven. The goal: confuse voters. Alex Rodriguez shared the same last name as incumbent. Oh, wow. Wow. jose javier rodriguez the harm that it was done was done to the voters in this district uh, we need a fair process a voter should be able to rely on the fact that the names on the ballot are people who actually seek to serve in that office. The real candidate, Rodriguez, lost his seat by 34 votes. The state attorney says the dummy candidate who ran against Rodriguez was recruited by and paid for by Artiles.
2: Some of it wasn't cash like wow. the one I described in the parking lot that he then took to City National Bank to open the account. Others were other times when uh, Rodriguez would go to him and say, I need more
0: money. And hey, we'll stop it there, but you get the basic idea. Wow. So now there's so many questions about the lack of state laws around elections in in Florida that the Democratic Party and the state uh, Democrats have asked the feds to take a look at all of electioneering in Florida, because they have many questions about the fallout from this. That in fact maybe some of the uh, the same kind of shenanigans that were happening around Miami-Dade maybe they were happening for others. Now you might remember that Miami-Dade is where they found two hundred thousand additional voters for Donald Trump in 2020 versus uh, 2016. It was sort of this ridiculous figure, like how could there suddenly be 200,000 new Trump supporters? Well, never mind, there were 200,000 new voters and all of them were going to Trump It was just sort of weird um but you know nevertheless uh, Biden won that that district didn't make that much difference but now they're starting to take a look at all of Florida's voting makes me wonder whether Mr Gates and Mr um DeSantos and Mr Trump have also been fiddling maybe with some of the election systems over there not necessarily with the, with the voting devices but with the way these things Operated. I know I have no more than that except to say that in um, Palm Beach County, um, DeSantos and Gates both changed the election uh, commissioner there after the 2018 election. They changed the election commissioner because they didn't like the fact that she wasn't counting votes the way they wanted her to recount votes. And it's interesting that Gates and DeSantos tag teamed on the place where Donald Trump ultimately landed up living and where he is currently a resident and a voter. Uh, that's not to say the election wasn't fair or free and, and accurate as it was in 2020, it was absolutely was, but you know, all elections can be uh, manipulated in ways and maybe they were they were here in Florida. It would be really interesting.
1: It would be great yeah. if DeSantis is involved with this. I have to say exactly. that because uh. he's, he's dangerous. He, he's, yeah. he's sneaky and he's smart and Honestly, if, if he runs for president and wins, even though he's killed tens of millions, tens of thousands of people in Florida, because he's a fucking asshole about COVID, then the country deserves to just, you know, go in the can. Honestly, we're, we're, there's nothing we can do if well, people if are we that stupid.
0: But he absolutely is connected. There's, there is something beneath all of this that's rumbling in florida that you can feel is, is quite fundamental to, to power and maybe it's not fundamental to power on, on a national level but i think in tallahassee where things get done in a very interesting way um you know it's just it's a corrupt as any town you can imagine uh Noel was telling us the other night about it being you know it's a kind of place where you just hire lobby lobbyists to sleep with legislators to get stuff done in the last in the closing um in the closing uh, parts of the of the session of the electoral session over there so it's just you know it's a different way of doing business than anyone would ever imagine uh and it's kind a of corrupt mobby. and sleazy a little mobby <laughs>
2: sounds sounds a little mobby to me
0: sounds yeah. a little mobbed up so i think we're beginning to see that that's crumble and that's why you've got mccasey famous lawyer to mobs mob figures yeah uh in there representing gates i think that's a lot more serious what's coming down in a human trafficking case although i'm sure the human trafficking case is going to be fascinating on its own but i think there's there's legs to this that are quite interesting
2: this is good sev i i mean i wasn't watching that at all so, so let's talk about okay, Putin this, talk yeah
0: so much is going on there and yeah. it's really troubling because it's it's getting hidden right it's getting hidden by all this other news that we're facing
2: it's one of those things going on where it's hard to wait to really get clarity on something because another move is happening fast. So it feels very fractured while at the same time, one big story of uh, these sort of things happening. So I don't know if people are aware, but there's a, the largest sort of troop movement at, uh, at pres- presence of Russian forces along the Ukraine border since, I guess, for seven years, since 2014. Mm, um, it, there's trains bringing in the tanks and um, and there have been uh, Ukrainian Soldiers' deaths. uh, So there's been, you know, there's always been an exchange of fire, but it seems to have escalated. And Russia's through Peskov is sending out, you know, the Putin's mouthpiece. uh, uh, You know, a lot of horseshit, as they always do. But I find it to be very. I find that the what they're saying to actually. Disturb me because it's leaning into the cultural stuff right there's a russian language versus the ukrainian this whole mm. language issue around ukraine and and uh, twice i think peskov i think it was today even just today or the last couple of days was framing that uh relating it to what happened in bosnia with the genocides uh, mm. with that and so, the, evoking all this other, uh, you know, eth- ethno genocide, you know, based on language or based on a difference in uh, a religion of of one people living in an area. So, I didn't like that. I, I it, and then there's speculation. Okay, are they doing all this to distract from Navalny, right? And mm. because that's such a human rights stuff going on there that's really gotten under people's skin in a way that that you feel like you, oh my gosh, what's going to happen here? We have. Um, his doctor being, is she out? What happened? His well, I mean, academia.
0: you know, he is currently he in an infirmary where he's been, he he's, he's very an sick, and seen, no one's letting him see a doctor. So she shows it looks up. Like She's sees
2: tortured. Doctor. I mean, he has fractures yeah. in his back. So something's happening to him. Very, bad. very, very bad. Um, so
0: she shows very up. Very to- bad. We, I mean, we've met her before in, on, in the news, suddenly she's a very outspoken person in favor of, of rights. Yeah. So she showed up at the jail today and this is their, what happened to her when she was uh, when She showed up.
2: Oh, there you have it, good.
0: Okay. She's been taken away, quite brutal. А вы, представьтесь, пожалуйста, можете представиться. Можете
2: представиться.
1: Вы меня задерживаете? Что вы меня тащите? Я сама пойду, хорошо, оставьте меня.
0: Отпустите меня, сама пойду. You know, this is a slow murder of Navalny, because he's being refused any medical attention.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. I, I don't, you know, it, it's, I don't know that you can say that all this troop movement is to distract from that. I know people no. are floating that theory, but other people who know more say, no, this was escal- this was escalating. And it's kind of reaching what we've said back. I think Thursday was the last time maybe Jen Psaki talked about it today. And the Pentagon spokesperson has also sort of tried to bring some clarity in it. Cause it, two, two of our ships went over the black sea. So people are like, Oh my God, we're moving on it. And, and the Pentagon came out and said, no, 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 that's Turkey doing that, they have the right under a treaty to, to move these kinds of movements happen all the time. But here's the deal on that border, Russia it's beyond saber rattling, it, it's a mm. uh, it, it we're just really gonna have to watch it closely. What Jen Psaki has said in terms of the Biden administration in response as of Thursday, I'm sorry you guys if I missed it today, was looking at sanctions and cyber as our response to. This aggression from Putin, meaning we're going to turn your lights off, right? Click uh, lights out and money, money cut. Um, And I still, uh, you know, the State Department. I think even everyone still sort of, even Germany believes that sanctions are the most powerful tool against Putin. Um, I just don't know whether they're going to have to use other tools as well. And cyber is, I think, too. I don't. I I
0: think that. I mean, so interesting. Left, Russians are very vulnerable. The Ukrainians well, no have been through the same it. thing we have been through. I mean, they've got the same, um, you know, uh, weapon of mass disinformation that's being pointed at us was also being pointed yeah. at them, and they have been for years. And uh, Zelensky is not, you know, he's not the great reformer that anybody thought he was. He's probably a, a puppet of some sort. So it's not clear that, uh, you know, that they aren't in the same situation as we were in the last four years with a with a government that's been installed by, uh, by Putin, or at least his cronies. And then and then the situation keeps escalating on the border they've been at war for several years now and it's and it has not abated even though it's not in the news headlines all the time and his intention Putin's intention is to capture um that eastern part of Ukraine he just that he thinks is uh, Russian territory it gives him access to the Black Sea in a way that he's always desired um and so he is probably going for it you know it's, he's probably going for it he's also got the rest of the world sort of cowering right now a little bit for, for all the talk we have about sanctions against Russia and action against Russia. We are. don't actually yeah. take it very rarely. Are we taking any real action because there is no global Alliance anymore. That's strong enough. It seems to take on, on Russia yet. Maybe Biden can help rebuild that and, and we need to rebuild that, but you know, we I still think we have, can.
2: I, I, I'm more hopeful about our ability in mm. this moment. You know, there were so many, uh i'm sorry people get upset that but there's you, you know obama was fighting it all very quietly he was fighting stuff through treasury when it came to he was fighting the organized crime aspect of things in ways that we weren't really seeing and but everyone was still in that obama era trying to treat putin as if he was you know and then he got harsh but it was too late and then we get you know we get the the fat clown guy right the 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 asset and for four years he's does he did nothing god only knows i mean we saw all the unbelievable stuff he did to advance putin's agenda i can't even imagine the stuff that we couldn't see going on right oh my gosh so so oh my god just even consider that maybe we did see it all because it was so in our face um but it feels like there was a lurking something else going on so i think with i do think with biden i think merkel's been she she's been strong let's see and you know our NATO needs to feel America at its back and its front they need to feel us we're the we're the shit here guys and so if they can feel us i do think that's why putin was so focused on on nato he was so focused on it he's so focused on breaking that up because that is his real threat we really can shut this guy down. And I just I, I, I'm more hopeful than you are that we will. Oh I'm no, I think we will. It's not gonna happen. I'm more afraid of what's going on behind Putin. I'm more afraid of the of the of the bad man than of all men who've always been behind him. I, I am. I, I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be bad. This this
0: third wave of COVID or fourth wave, whichever you want to call it, is really his last opportunity to do something like this. And I think he knows it because he knows that Europe is so yeah. hamstrung. Mm-hmm. And he knows that America is still uh, hamstrung, although it's amazing the vaccination uh, turnaround in America is unbelievable. So he knows the time is running out. Uh, because when, you know, when this is over, it's, it, you know, then everyone's going to be back on their feet. And then he can feel some pressure right now we're still, you know, recovering from a major assault. Good point he's he's i think he's in a position of weakness and that's why he's doing this if
1: you look at his history he creates these opportunities when he feels weak he makes shit happen so he can drum up his big nationalistic crap you know from the apartment bombings right through line to this but one of the things that's important to understand is the history of russia and ukraine together um There's a gentleman named Victor Rudd, who is an expert in this. He's a lawyer and and a Ukrainian American who studied this extensively and written a lot about it. I'm going to have him on my podcast uh, eventually, but he's written a lot about this. And the thing is that the the Russian people we think of are the Russian people, the Eastern Slavic people originated in Kiev. It's the Kievan Rus Mm. are the first society in that part of the world. Okay, so Ukraine, not Russia. Is actually the epicenter of this, so the whole yes. idea of Ukraine as being little Russia, which is sometimes called as, as as Victor Rudd says is like calling um, you know England little america whatever mm. it, it doesn 't make sense because the, the, the one clearly came first, mm. and the 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 desire to erase Ukrainian history stems from almost a an insecurity about this and a, and, a, and a, a need by the the disinformation people in russia to uh get rid of this threat so stalin did it stalin it's interesting that they're talking about uh that pes- whoever was talking about um
2: the, the
1: genocide stalin That's killed right. tens of millions of people in ukraine right. and starved them to death in the 30s, I know. intentionally and the idea was to get rid of the language to to just yeah, to, to, to bleed more. out the right. culture there so this is a real thing, but Ukraine isn't just a, a you know, a little like addendum to Russia. It is, it's, and it ha- always has been not only its own place, but primary mm-hmm. up until, right. you know, Ivan the Terrible's time when he became the first Russian czar in the 1580s, I think, in the late 16th century. So often we don't think that our leaders in the United States don't understand this distinction, but the Russians do. Mm-hmm. And it's important. So Ukraine is a vital ally. We need to whatever we need to do. The most important ally this, we, we have. Yeah. It, what's so it's,
2: interesting about that, Greg, is that the other thing that Peskov keeps evoking and that's coming apparently from Putin is they keep talking about Kiev. They keep sort of saying this is Kyiv. This Kiev started this. They it, mm-hmm. they really actually are even attacking, and 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 Zelensky's like, <laughs> you know. Um, and he's trying to play it cool. Actually, I think our president is 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 very. You know, I can't even imagine he's not in constant communication.
0: Because the Russian part is is Kharkiv, right? That's on the on the uh, eastern side there. And Then Kiev is the sort of your old yeah. Ukrainian part. And it's interesting that all our characters of you know Rudy Giuliani and all, the whole crowd is connected to the Kharkiv crowd. They that's the that's the mafia that. That our uh, American mobsters are connected to. Not the. There is not much of a mafia, but there is on the west side. But the, it's the eastern side that's run by the Russian mafia, and that is the one that Rudy is so friendly with.
2: That's right. And and I there's a, one other big story happened today, and that is a a very good journalist, uh, uh, investigative journalist in Russia, is gone. Right. So they came. They raided his. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have his name in front of you. You guys, I it, it's my brain. He's the OCCRP um,
0: reporter for
2: it, it's, yes, he's the OCCRP reporter. So he, he works for the organized crime and corruption um, side of things, and he he did a big piece. It doesn't look like it's connected to Navon It's like, well, why are they taking him? Oh my God! They raided his home and then took him. and He was missing for seven hours last time I checked. I I, I don't know if he's back. It's
0: it's Roman Anin is his name. He's the I founder mean, of iStories. Stories.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yes, founder of ZI Stories, and he wrote a big piece, I think, on Session. Was it Igor Session?
0: Igor Session, and yeah. So
2: what? Okay, so they're saying that this is connected to, and that was back in 2016, and he should be have protection. You know, the journalists, as much as Putin kills him and he's horrible and horrible, they have some kinds of protections. And what they're actually saying, what the FSB is saying, who went and raided him um, and took him away, was that he violated – this is the second privacy. time
0: okay yeah this is yeah, the second time they've arrested exactly. journalists recently so i don't think they have as yeah. much protection as we used to and this is part of this huge yeah. clampdown that they're doing over there which started with navalny but really extends to so many other uh, people who are uh, you know uh, kara mirza was arrested a few weeks ago it's it's really horrific they are yeah. clamping down on any form of of, de- of democratic government that they had which was always on a local level on a regional level anyhow yeah. it was never on a national level but even that is being stomped out because of of putin so it's really you know this is where americans have to stand up for democracy and it's why so important that we have democracy is this is the only country on the world that has an ability for the people to stand up for other people around the world and this is what we need to stand up for we can't just think it's it's something that's so far away and doesn't matter to us it absolutely matters that we stand up for those people, because no one else is voicing this concern because they can't anymore. You know, the same thing that happened in Hong Kong. We weren't able yeah. to stand up for those people. And look where Hong Kong is today. They've turned it into you know, an autocracy. There's just nothing else that's going yeah. on there. And we can't let this keep happening around the world because the people around the world actually do rely on America and American people to do this kind of stuff, because otherwise they get swamped out by their governments. And, um, and we've seen it time and time again. Um, so, you know, for, it's just so important that people organize around this issue. Thank you. Well said. Th-
1: there, there's two points that I want to make quickly. The first, Igor is that's Rosneft guy. Right. That's the guy that's in charge <laughs> of Rosneft. So maybe maybe we'll be finally figuring this out, uh, that part of Steel <laughs> Dossier. Yeah. The second thing is, is that um, I don't think we're going to have to worry because the way that we're going to repel the Russians from the border of Ukraine is that Hunter Biden is gonna get his laptop back and he's gonna hit the enter button a couple of times and then they're just gonna go away. Right, that's what's the that, just erase, significance of the laptop. You raised
0: Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Russia. That's the laptop. Yeah. She now admits he actually may have left somewhere, which is like goes, oh, all right, that's okay. Uh, in one of his drunken binges oh, I can't. He, he said I, I,
2: I can't, I can't. yeah I can't follow it I'm this sorry. is the
0: guy by the way this is Roman I just want to give yeah. him everyone a, a, a face and a name to remember because that is the guy so that young. was arrested um and you know uh, um, there are some really great journalists it's OCCRP but can you imagine doing that inside of Russia how much danger you're in yeah. all the time and for him to uh you know, to be taken away it's just uh it's just inexcusable and i believe there's a ban on everything so i don't even think we'll know so, what's really going on with him so the raid could, is still I, continuing I'm
2: remembering, yeah and if i'm remembering this right i think i saw something a clip on him and you know this is it how careful he had to be it was like every day he went to work or anywhere he made sure he took a different route like he went. he's very good he's very smart um
0: you know, there are so activists sad. everywhere. Very young. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you know, they have to fight for something, or they realize that they'll never have those voice, uh, voice of freedom in in, uh, in Russia. So, uh, you know, everyone who can, if you're on social media, make sure you amplify these stories around around yeah. uh, Roman andine and um, and the OCCRP uh, and also I stories. And uh, let's uh, let's keep up the pressure on the Russian government. Uh, no reason yeah. why they shouldn't experience a uh, information assault.
1: I, I want to talk about something happy. How much more time do we have anyway? We're, we're, we're over time, but you know, we're just yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. do it. I just want to say I'm very happy because my son got a job today.
0: Yay! He's 16. Oh. He got his
1: first job.
2: Well done.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. I
1: like it. So, okay. That's okay. It. It yeah. So that's so, exciting. And this is uh,
2: your son that does the great book reviews. Yeah? We heard his book, book review, review of your book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I didn't hear that. He gave oh.
2: a book review of of Greg's book. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he did not. He did not
0: like it. He, he did not like, like it. it.
1: Oh wow, that's very funny. <laughs> you can book him, but live, I don't know. I don't know what he would say.
0: <laughs> It'd be interesting. Oh Could God. be interesting if he's if he's anything like you. It would be unexpected, and we would never. <laughs> it would be good TV. It would
1: be that. It would be <laughs> probably those things. Yep.
0: <laughs> we, we may never recover. recover. So what do you guys got planned for the weekend? Because uh, we're unlocked, still on lockdown here with no vaccines. Everyone is just sort of staying. Right. You guys are you've had your vaccine, right? LB. I'm not gonna ask I Greg got
2: guys. I got a shot. I get another one. I'm four twenty. I thought, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I won't nice. forget that day. <laughs> and then uh and Greg, I think you got are you sharing that you got a shot? Am I? Did I just share? Is that bad?
1: No, I or got I got my share? one shot. I got to go get my other yeah. shot. We went to the bet, a repurposed Best Buy that looked outside like an airport, inside like an airport. You know, the first shot go there, second shot go there. Have your ID so out. I felt like I needed to just drag a, a, a bag behind me, and perfect. Uh, you <laughs> know, very very <laughs> well organized. I don't know how it is in New it's York. Really it's very well organized.
0: It's really interesting how amazing America has been at this. I mean, it is to go from. Zero well, to whatever it is now. I mean, it's almost like 200 million.
2: Greg Oliar called it on yeah. this show. He said, did. wait till you see it. Biden's going to come in. It's all going to turn around. They're, we're going to get vaccines in our arms. It's going And you were right. That's
0: you right. Know? Huge you were right. testament to America. And it reminds you of why America yeah. is such a powerful presence when it comes to just getting things done you know and i'm not a, one bit worried about the future of america i know a lot of people are sort of you know not now maybe i was a few months ago but you know i you just, were. I, th- I think <laughs> i know because i think we were in a bit of a tough spot but yeah having got through that spot i think you know america's future is is incredible and i think it's beginning to look pretty pretty dodgy what russia and especially China may uh, have covered up um, with uh, COVID. And I and I think it's going to be a lot for them to answer for. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how the world reacts. Because I think that there is huge consensus now that this was probably an accident out of a lab. That is a huge thing. which I know people are terrified of dealing with because they don't want to talk about it. Because some reason it got into everyone's head that it's dangerous. It is also it happens to be the truth. And we shouldn't be running away from the truth. And the truth happens to show that a lot of shady things happened during um, Xi's first uh, dealings with with um, coronavirus, and with Trump's dealings with coronavirus, which we know for sure because we were there firsthand to witness him covering up for it. Um, you know, I'm okay with facing that truth. I know it's a lot of people are struggling with it, but it's uh, it's we need to do it because it's America's strength. America, at the end of the day, um, would not have been subject to this under natural circumstances. This was an unnatural act that happened to America. And it happened because we had a lousy president who refused to uh, acknowledge that it existed and made things worse. And now we've seen with a great president how much better things can be, and how obvious now it looks that the previous administration really did not do their best to protect American people. And so, oh, and so yeah. do we have a way out, you know, that really. That really looks good. I mean, not only have we successfully confronted this massive challenge and dug ourselves out from this massive hole that we've been in, we're also able to you know have hold our head up high in the in the world knowing that we overcame an assault basically by a foreign country and did it you know as united as can be we're still together as a country we're still yeah sure we have differences but you know for the most part we're not doing what Russia's doing throwing you know our opposition leaders in jail for the most part we're having a a discourse which might be a little bit fraught at times but it's a good discourse that we're having and re- democracy continues to work. Our government's functioning well. We're saving Americans' lives every day and we're going to be bigger and stronger and better for it because we're gonna have $5 trillion injected into the economy over the next few years, which will be fascinating to see what America does with all that money. So that's my bit of- uh, I
2: think we're so, gonna so. have an infrastructure week. I actually feel <laughs> like, and it might go on for a little while. Yeah. I'm gonna say
1: we're not quite a hundred days in yet. Biden is already the best president of my lifetime. Yeah.
0: That's it. Yeah.
1: No, he goes, he goes, he just goes, he's not. But,
0: <laughs> he, really, but he really is. But he really is. <laughs> he really is. That's amazing. We're going to have, we'll have that debate next week.
1: Oh my God.
0: On that note, uh, I'm going to log off now and say goodnight. We'll be back um, okay. next Tuesday. I have no idea what's on the show. We'll try to get Greg's oh, son on next time. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be fun. No problem. It should be oh easy. Gosh. Um thank you very much for watching God. tonight. It's been a fun show. And we'll be back on Tuesday and after the show next Friday. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Was away for a couple of days for the first time in over a year it was such a good opportunity to be on the road and it felt so good it also gave me a chance to catch up on no less than eight books in one two-hour drive. And that's because I was using this incredible app called Blinkist. It's hard to find the time to sit down and read and learn more. So when you don't have that free time, you can't read or work on your personal development. That's really annoying. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best. Key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down to just 15 minutes each that you can read or listen to. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash reach. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash reach to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you go and sign up right now at Blinkist.com slash reach.